Welcome to the MJV Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. All right, I'm ready for this. Y'all ready for this? You know, I want to I wanna just say this, hungry people come Sunday night, especially you know, if it's like events and Mother's Day. I mean, that's extra hungry, you know? So I'm going to pray real quick. And I'm telling you, you know, by being hungry, you put a demand on the anointing. And by putting a demand on the anointing, you just, you just get infused with Holy Ghost power. Amen. So, Father, I thank you for this service. I thank you for the work you're doing in each and every one of us. Lord, as I preach your word... I pray that you would anoint my tongue as a pen, as a ready writer. Lord, I thank you for everybody here. I thank you that they're supposed to be here. And Lord, I pray that they receive their breakthrough tonight. I pray, Lord, everything that's in their heart that they've been asking you for, that they've been seeking you, diligently seeking you, I pray tonight there's an answer. In Jesus' name, I thank you for the fire of the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, I love you. Holy Spirit, I honor you. Holy Spirit, this is your service. Do everything you want to do. I yield to you as a vessel, and I thank you for miracles. I thank you for signs and wonders. I thank you for the the joy. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Glory to God, man. I feel good. Jesus. There's something about Jesus, man. It just gets me so, I love to preach the word. I really do. I really, honestly, I really, really do. Even at a young age, I always said, I'm going to be a preacher one day. You know, I walked away from the Lord, but how many of you know, you know, God's plans for you, they don't change. We, we change, and we'll, hey, you know, we try to do things our own way, but, you know, <laughs> you get hungry for God, and God answers you. So I got some notes here. Amen. Who's excited tonight? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I thank you, Holy Ghost. I thank you, Pastor James and Pastor Kathy for allowing me to do this. It's such an honor. It really is. You know, (laughs) most people are a little skeptical giving, uh, you know, the pulpit to, you know, their their son-in-law and like a new, you know, I'm not a new believer, but just just someone just right out of Bible school, you know, and I've been showing myself faithful and everything like that. And so it's it's fun to see what the Holy Ghost does. Amen. Amen. It's fun. I'm excited tonight, man. I can't start right now. I don't know why. I just, I'm just waiting on the Holy Ghost or something. Hallelujah. Let's just pray in the spirit real quick. You're watching at home right now. Just pray in the spirit right now. Hallelujah. That's it. <laughs> Jesus, that's it. Woo, glory to God. Who's ready for tonight? I've entitled this message. Looks can be deceiving. So go ahead and tell your neighbor, looks could be deceiving. Come on, y'all. This is, this is, I'm telling you, I'm so fired up to preach this message right now because so many times we go in our, in our natural cardinal mind and we look at things. And, and I'm telling you, looks can be deceiving. Amen. 
So let's go turn to our Bibles real quick. And uh, I'm going to preach out of uh, the New Living Bible, um, not the Amplified, <laughs> just uh, not the Passion Translation, New Living, amen. I like it. Praise God. Uh, 1 Samuel 17. I'm going to tell you a story right now. And I got, I got a whole bunch of stories, praise God, about uh, looks can be deceiving. Because it's so easy for us as humans, you know, to get out of the spirit. And I pray, one of the things I pray to God is that, that your spiritual eyes will be open tonight. I ask the Lord, I said, Lord, when I pray for people tonight, I want their spiritual eyes to be open. Because it's so easy to get caught up in the things of the world. That's why, you know, you see more and more of us, we're just starting to pray in the Holy Ghost more. We're doing that on purpose to building your spirit man up for your benefit. Amen? So that you can stir yourself up. And, and, you know, praying in the spirit is one way to access the supernatural. That's why I tell everybody, especially the moment they get saved and, and, and get filled with the Holy Ghost, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues, I say, now, now you have a job to pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Apostle Paul said this, that I, I wish that you would pray as much as I did, knowing that he prayed a lot. Amen? So whatever it takes. Amen? So let's get into this. I'm going to talk to you about David and Goliath. Now, <laughs> man, it's good. Praise God. So we all know who, who Goliath was and David was, right? I'm going to sum things up, but I want to show you some key parts, okay? So we got Goliath, who's a huge giant, the Bible says. They call him around <laughs> Steve's point in the mat. <laughs> uh, he's about nine foot, nine foot tall. I'm going to read from uh, verse 4. Then Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out to the Philistines' rank to face the forces of Israel. He was over nine feet tall. He wore a bronze helmet, and his bronze helmet coated of male weight weighed about 125 pounds. Verse 6, he also wore bronze leg armor and carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. The shaft of his spear was heavy and thick as a weaver beam. I should look that up, but I'm just going with it. Follow me. Um, tipped with an iron spearhead that weighed 15 pounds. His armor bearer walked ahead of him carrying a shield. Verse 8, Goliath stood and shouted and taunted Across the Israelites, why aren't you coming out? Okay, I want to paint you a picture right now, okay? Because sometimes I'm reading words and people are losing their minds and stuff like that. So I want to, I'm a visual person. So here I see David, I see Goliath, I see Goliath. he's a huge giant, man. I think, of, I think of Matt, I think of someone like me, I, I think of a couple big guys in the church, you know, just really huge. And here he is, he's taunting, he's, he's, he's throwing trash, right? And so who, then David, you know, everyone knows David, and he's, he's, he's a young boy. He's the youngest out of all his brothers. And his father says, hey, listen, go, go, and, be, let's go and bring some food to your, your brothers. So he gets there, right? And then the one thing, I, wanna, I want you to understand this, because this is, this is my first key for, this, for David and Goliath. You understand that David, when he gets there, he hears Goliath talking trash, all right? He hears Goliath talking trash. Let's hear this. I'm going to go to uh, verse 23. I love this because this just shows you looks can be deceiving. Amen? Because no one expected what the, what, if, you, if you've never read this before, no one expected David to be victorious. No one expected him. Amen? Uh, verse 20, 
Verse 23, as he was talking with them, Goliath the Philistine, um, champion from Gath, came out of the Philistine ranks. Then David heard him shouting his usual taunts, his, his, his usual you know, trash talk. As soon as the Israel army saw him, they began to run away. Verse 25, he has seen, have you seen the giant, he asked. He came out each day to defy Israel. The king offered a huge reward. Anyone who kills him, he will have one of my daughters. If you go down, just flow with me really quick to verse 26. David asked the soldier standing nearby, what a man's get for killing the Philistine. And once again, he tells him everything. All right. Verse 32. David goes and he says, I'm going I'm to take care of him. I'm going to kill him. Say this, looks could be deceiving. Don't worry about the Philistines, David told uh, Saul. I'll go fight him. The King David said, uh, King Saul said, don't be ridiculous. Come on, don't be ridiculous, he said. The king said to David, don't be ridiculous. How could you, someone who's scrawny, someone who's little, listen, I mean, he's got to be like a young kid right now, not even 150 pounds wet, defy Goliath and crush him. That's what he's saying right now. Don't be ridiculous. You know, sometimes you'll go through life doing ridiculous things because you, you are understanding no one's going to speak trash about my God and get away with it. No one's going to stand against my God who has blessed me, who has been with me, the God that I sing songs to, God that I praise and worship. No one's going to stand and argue and talk trash against my God. That's what your attitude has to be like. We got to develop an attitude like David. Say, looks, looks will be deceiving. Here comes David and tells the king, listen, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to crush him. And then what does he refer back to? He refers, David refers back to his past, his, his history. Listen, I see Goliath like I see a bear or a lion. Nothing big. I, I've had bears and lions attack my sheep, and I went after them with a club, he says, the Bible says. And he killed them. The same God that used David to destroy bears and lions, the Bible talks about him holding his jaw. Bear. Imagine, I'd be terrified. But that's who he's referring him to. He's referring to Goliath just like a bear or a lion. It's not a big deal. The Bible says those who know their gods will do exploits. It's not a big deal. No one is going to talk bad about my God. And we know the story, right? Looks could be deceiving. David gets there, and here comes Goliath standing. Goliath's like, this is who you send me? Are you kidding me? He's not even strong enough to hold my shield. He's talking trash. Looks can be deceiving, y'all. When David goes up there, he, let me read this part. Hallelujah. You come with me, verse 45, David replied to the Philistines, you come to me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's army. Come on, somebody. The God of armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. Come on, somebody. I come with you in the name of Jesus. I come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says no weapons formed against us will prosper. I'm telling you that was a firsthand thing. You could have the biggest sword. You could have the biggest javelin. You could be tall like a giant, but I come to you in the, in, with the power in the name of Jesus. I know my God. My God won't fail me. That's what we have to look at every day, our challenges in life. 
It's an obstacle. Looks could be deceiving. Right now, someone's going through something. You don't know what you're going to do. I'm telling you, looks could be deceiving. Look at, look at it as you were David fighting Goliath. Goliath is nothing but a bear or a lion. I will crush him. I will crush him. My God is on my side. My God hasn't forsaken me. My God hasn't left me. The greater one lives inside of me. The issues that you are facing in life, you have to look in your spiritual vision. And you have to say, that's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. Say that with me. That's nothing. Come on. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I know who my God is, and I'm not giving up. I'm not going to drop my knee. I'm not going to look for a plan A, B, C, D. I'm sticking with my God, the only plan. Hallelujah. Looks can be deceiving. Looks can be deceiving. Number two, Numbers 13. We all know this story, right? When, Moses, when the Lord said to Moses, send out men to explore the land of Canaan. Listen. The Lord gave him direction. When the Lord speaks to you and gives you direction, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, God, are you here right now? <laughs> do you see what I'm going through right now? Why would you do that? You know, anytime God challenges you, you should, you should look as your faith is growing. Hallelujah. You should take a look at the challenge and say, hey, God's challenging me with this. My faith is growing right now. I'm going to have victory. Anytime God puts something in your path, you're going to be victorious. Hallelujah. Say that. I'm going to be victorious. Because looks could be deceiving. Those obstacles that are constantly, you know, whether it's a financial thing. You know, those, oh, man, I got a mortgage. I got this, 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 this. Listen, your God owns all the gold and silver. The cattle on the thousand hills are all his. Why are we worrying about finances? Why? Your, your relationship status? Listen, those of you that are, are praying for somebody, uh, a spouse or whatever, focus on God. Why are you stressing yourself out? Why? Looks could be deceiving. Those things that are constantly coming up in your, your life, destroy them by faith. Come on. So we know this story, right? <clears throat> God, sent, God told Moses, hey, send out the, the spies. <clears throat> and, then, and then he sends out the spies. And listen, y'all, nothing has changed in this life. They came back with the report, and they said, yes, there are, there are, this is the land of milk and honey, flowing with milk and honey. The fruit are, is phenomenal. The ground is perfect. But there's got to be some some jerk that says hey yes that's true yes that may be true but listen when people come in your life to 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 speak negative to speak doubt you know we're not in the, we're not saying hey those things are false but god has given us land i'm going to take it the things god has promised you no one's going to take it for you Yes, there will be challenges in life. It's normal to have challenges, but it's unnormal to live, in, to live in fear. It's unnormal to be defeated. Those challenges are victories waiting for you to conquer. Amen? So what happens? Let's, let's read this real quick. How, yeah. <clears throat> this, was a, this was a report. We've entered the land. <clears throat> I have a water bottle real quick. <clears throat> I'm getting worked up. Praise God. Like Aaron over here, bring his water bottle up. Oh, I'm spelling, I'm making a mess. That's right. Here's water. Praise the Lord. 
Thank you, Aquafina. Amen. That's exactly what I needed. <clears throat> this was a report um, that Moses reported. Ready? We've entered the land that you have set us to explore, and it is indeed bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. If we go down a little bit, Caleb went, you know, he was one of the spies, and he tried to quiet the people down as they stood before Moses, and he said, let's go take the land, he said. We will certainly conquer it. We will certainly conquer it. Listen, when my wife and I got called into ministry and we entered the call in our lives, we were in two different places, you know, and I saw, I saw ministry school as like a faith boot camp because, yes, there were certain obstacles that was hard. I had to find a place to live. I had to make sure I had enough money coming in. I had, I had you know, work, school, and, and just, you know, just to keep up, right? It was an obstacle, but I knew God's called me into the ministry. So who am I to say, God, hey, you got the wrong person. You got the wrong, this is too difficult. No, God knows exactly who he calls and where he calls them to go. It's up to us to take the land. Say that. It's up to us to take the land. It's not up for debate. I'm not here to argue, God, you got the wrong person. I don't want anybody to take my harvest. I don't want anyone to take my calling. I'm going after the things of God. I'm going after the things of God, and I'm not stopping. Some of you here, there's dreams that you've had. There's visions that you had. There's callings that God has specifically called you to do. And you always try to maybe take a sidetrack or you try to do things in your cardinal mind. But tonight, that stops. Tonight, you get a download from heaven. Tonight, the Lord speaks to you. Tonight, you see things in the spiritual vision, and you see how you're going to take and conquer your enemies. You won't go defeated. You won't won't be in failure, you won't be in fear, but you will conquer your enemies. You will conquer everything God has called you to conquer to. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, you got to get excited about this because this is, your, this is your future. This is your plan that God has for you. Amen? I want to stir you up so the moment you leave here, you're on fire for the things of God. You're going after it. You're not going to slow down. You're not going to wait till tomorrow. You're going to do it now. You're going to write the vision. You're going to make the plan. And I'm telling you, you'll see yourself go further. Hallelujah. You know, God works with doers. God works. You know, and I was going, talking to the Lord. But one thing, the only thing I hate in life is, is sin. But things I don't like are, you know, Christians that just like, you know, sit and just complain almost. Oh, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, send me help. Lord, give me a sign. Why are we looking for signs? You know, God, give me, I, I, I want to move. I, I want a move of God in my life. You should look at yourself and you should say to yourself, I am the move of God. I am going after the things of God. I'm not waiting for somebody to, to preach me happy. I'm not waiting for something to happen. I am going after the things of God and I shall not stop. By God's anointing, by God's grace, I will accomplish all that he has me to accomplish. And if you feel that same way, just stand up real quick and give God a shout of hallelujah. You're not backing down. You're not giving up. You're going after the things of God. Hallelujah. Looks could be deceiving, tell your neighbor. You have no idea who you're sitting next to. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Come on. It's time for us as Christians to take our place, what he has called us to do. I'm going to see Rockford shaken. I'm going to see souls won. Rockford won't be known as a drug dealing place, a dangerous place. I think I looked it up. It was like 14th or 18th most dangerous place. I got news for y'all. God called me here. 
God called Pastor Kathy and Pastor James here. God called my wife here. God called Michael. God called Catherine. We're not waiting for a move of God. We are the move of God. And together, we are going to shake Rockford. Together, we'll see souls won. Hallelujah. We'll see the blind eyes open, the deaf ears open. Come on, y'all. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Looks can be deceiving. Looks could be deceiving. Well, brother, I don't know how you're going to do that. I know how I'm going to do it. By the grace of God, by the power of his word. The Bible says that he honors his word over his name. So I got to get into this word a little more. I got I to gotta stay hungry. I got to stay thirsty. Hallelujah. Next time I am, I'm in Walmart and something happens, I'm on the scene. God's there. Next time you see a car accident, you just pull over. What's the issue, brother? Oh, you know, I got in the car accident. My, my arm's broken. Well, be healed in Jesus' name. Yeah. What just happened? God's on the scene. You should look at yourself right. with the full, the, how God looks at you. My anointed child. My blessed and favored child. He's on the scene. Hallelujah. Looks could be deceiving. You know, it took him like 40 years. 40 plus whatever it is, 40 years. You have, you know, it's, it's, it's children, it's childish. You know, we shouldn't have to argue with God. And God hates complainers. I got news for you. A prayer of complaining won't be heard from God. It's a prayer of faith. Oh, Lord, what do I do? What do I do? No, get in the word. Clear your mind. Clear your mind. Stay, pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My point number three. Y'all getting something tonight? Looks can be deceiving. I want you to leave this church with your spiritual eyes open. Hallelujah. Um, Joshua number six, uh, chapter 6, the walls of Jericho. <clears throat> now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut. The people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go in or out. But the Lord said to Joshua, hallelujah, <laughs> I have given you Jericho. The Lord said to Michael, the Lord said to Pastor James, the Lord said to Pastor Kathy, the Lord said to Pastor Sarah, Pastor Ross, Pastor Sharon, I have given you Rockford. Hallelujah. I claim Rockford as a Holy Ghost filled town, as a Holy Ghost filled city. The mayor better realize who's just in town right now. Mayor, if you're watching, you have a Holy Ghost filled church that won't bow down to Baal, that won't shut their doors open. Hallelujah. We're here to take our land. We're here to preach the gospel and not be shaken. Hallelujah. Walmart's going to rename it Soul Mart. People just going to go and expect it to be saved. Hey, I, don't, I have an issue. Where should I go? You come to Walmart, you're going to get saved. You come to church, you're going to get saved. Hallelujah. Praise God. I have given you Jericho. It's the kings and it's all, in, uh, and all its strong warriors. You and your, men, your fighting men should march around. Listen, God is giving him direction. The Lord is going to give somebody direction here. I don't know who it is. But the Lord is going to give you a direction out of your situation. And once, once you hear the direction, you can speak to any of our pastors on staff, and we'll pray with you, just to make sure crystal clear, because we care about you. You're going to get your direction the way out, and you'll see God move in your life. Amen? But it takes you doing something. It takes you asking God to do something in your life. And once 
That's why I even talk, when, it talk, when it comes to giving, ask God. You know, some people don't like to ask God because they know it's going to be a lot. I'm going to be honest. I remember the first time I gave my first huge offering, you know. I was like, hey, God, that's a lot. But then the same words I told, I told, it's because I have a harvest for you, Michael. Lord, this is a lot. I worked really hard for this. Yeah. Michael, it's because I have a harvest for you. Show me your heart, Michael. You know, and that's why I said that. Maybe the person left. Maybe the person's online. If you didn't sow that seed, I'm just, I'm just, I just feel my spirit. Do exactly what the Lord tells you to do. You will be blessed for it. Amen. It's actually a key to unlocking something for you. Amen. I'm not going to talk about offering too much, but I just, that's a side note. That's, that wasn't in my notes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So he gets this direction and the directions are like this. <clears throat> Seven priests will walk ahead of you, ahead of the ark, each carrying the ram's horn. On the seventh day, you will march around the town seven times with the, with the priest blowing the horn. When you hear the priest give the loud, one long, loud blast on the ram's horn, have all your people shout as loud as they can. Then the wall and the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. Listen, sometimes God will give you weird instructions. Totally weird. I can't imagine being a part of that team. Say, what? What do we got to do? We got to walk. Have you seen these walls? Do you know what they're made out of? Don't ask God why. Just do what he tells you to do. Say, looks could be deceiving. Directions could be weird. But I trust God and God only. I'm not looking for other people's advice. Because your friends and family will talk you out of the call of God. Can I say that? Your friends and family will talk you out of the call of God. I know so many friends that, that started with Bible school and now all of a sudden they're shifting things around. Why? Why? Did you not hear God the first time when he called you? I, I know so many people, hey, God's called us to be a part of the fellowship and, and win souls. All right, amen. Where are you? Is God up there changing his mind? No. Side, another side note, praise God. So they do exactly what God has called them to do, right? Looks could be deceiving, right, y'all? Right. On the seventh time around, the pre and as the priest sounded the long blast of their horn. Come on, y'all, this should get, make someone jump up and scream right now. Joshua commanded the people, shout, and the Lord will give you the town. Hallelujah. You know the rest of that story. They're more than conquerors. They shouted. They did exactly God, what God told them to do, and they walked through the town. Hallelujah. With with victory, with victory, didn't look back, didn't question God. Imagine that worked. Looks could be deceiving. Hallelujah. How about this? When Jesus rebukes the storm, Mark, uh, Mark 4.35, as evening came, Jesus and his disciples uh, said, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So Jesus took the boat and started out, leaving the crowd behind. The boat, uh, but soon, man, holy ghost. I'm just, you know what, I preached this message before, and I preached it one more time before I, I, I started, because I was just so into it. The Lord just gave me a download for this. Looks could be deceiving. Looks could be deceiving. Looks could be deceiving. That's all I heard from the Lord. Looks could be deceiving. And I said, all right, Lord, show me the looks being deceiving. And the Lord began to put these stories in my, in my heart. I just started writing. Hallelujah. So I'm like five steps ahead, and I'm telling you, it's really good. I promise you. Hallelujah. You know the story of what happens. Jesus gets caught in the storm. And his, he actually took a nap, y'all. 
I don't know, I grew, up, I grew up in Long Island, New York, and my family had a lot of boats. And I remember one time just fishing, and we're fishing, and we're on the ocean. And I'm telling you, out of nowhere, the wind started picking up. And I look at my father, and I look at my grandfather and my brother, and it's the four of us out. And I, I, I start like, oh, boy, we're in trouble here. And so what happens, the engines got flooded. So now the wind's going, and it's a, it's a 20-foot boat. It's nothing big. And all of a sudden, the wind started picking up. And now we're getting, we're getting pushed. We're getting pushed to, the, to the, the shore. And what's happening is our engine is hitting the bottom, so we can't even start it. And I'm, I'm like, Lord, help. Lord, help. I can't imagine how it was to be like Jesus. You know, he just relaxed. You know what that is? Why did I get really loud? <laughs> you know what that is? That's the Prince of Peace. That's the Prince of Peace. He can't be disturbed. He's the Prince of Peace. Come on, somebody. You spend more time with the Prince of Peace and stuff rubs off on you that you're not even moved. You're not even, you're not even persuaded of what's going on because you're with the Prince of Peace. And if you're not, looks could be deceiving. If you're not with the Prince of Peace, you're in your flesh, right? And so you know those disciples, they're, they're flipping out right now. Jesus, help! Hey, wake them up! What, doesn't he, the, Bible, the Bible says, one of the guys says, doesn't he care about us? Wake them up! So what they do? They wake him up. And Jesus rebuked them. You have no faith. You have no faith. You know? And they said, what type of man is this where even the winds and the waters obey his voice? Hallelujah. It's the prince of peace. When he says, when he rebuked the winds, when he rebuked the waves, he said, peace be still. And what happened? Everything. Everything just silenced. That should tell you something. Looks could be deceiving. I don't care how big the storm is. I don't care what you're going through. I'm telling you, you could look right now into the spirit and you could see your victory. You could begin to call your storm to be calm. And I'm telling you, you will get yourself out of it. You will be victorious. There is nothing too big that God can't fix. I said there's nothing too big that God can't fix. Hallelujah. Whatever the devil's tried to do in your life, just one touch from God. One time of you calling out, Jesus! Answered. Fixed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Looks could be deceiving. Glory to God. Looks could be deceiving. Father, I thank you that tonight spiritual eyes are being opened. I thank you tonight people are seeing into, their, into the spirit. Lord, I thank you by faith they're, they're getting their way out of their situation. And, Lord, we give you the glory for it. We give you the honor for it. We're not backing down. We're picking up steam. We're picking up momentum. We're going after what's going at, what you want us to go after. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And we all know the rest of that story. How about one more, y'all? Oh, wait, let me, let me just fix this real quick. Because this word stuck out, and I actually jumped up. I, I don't know if anybody heard me in my office, but I, like, jumped up. Because the Bible says, suddenly, the wind stopped. Suddenly, your miracle happens. Suddenly, your answer is there. Suddenly, that thing just comes into your heart. That's what I got to do. Suddenly. God works with suddenlies, y'all. God works with suddenlies. Suddenly I'm pressing in, and I get my answer. I just feel this is what I should do. I, you know, you follow peace. That's what it is. You follow the prince of peace. That's why I always tell people, well, what should I do when, when something happens? I say follow peace, because if you're following peace, you're following God. You're following Jesus. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Mic is good. It's a hot mic right here. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Luke 8, 49. Jesus brings the dead back to life. Jesus brings the dead back to life. Now, I'm going to point out a couple of things with this because it's so, so huge. <clears throat> While he was still speaking to her, a messenger arrived from the, the house of Jairus, the leader of the Saginites. He told them, your daughter is dead. There is no use trouble. No, there's no use troubling the teacher now. But when Jesus heard what had happened, come on, y'all. When Jesus hears stuff, when we call on that name, when we begin to talk to, talk to Jesus, glory be to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But when Jesus heard what had happened, he said to Jairus, do not be afraid. Just have faith and she will be healed. Imagine just hearing that from Jesus. Imagine. Imagine, Matt. Jesus said, hey, Matt, just have faith. Imagine. Steve, just, just have faith. That's all it takes. Just, just that one drop of faith. Because you know what? Looks could be deceiving. Looks could be deceiving. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, I thank you, Lord. The things that we're looking in the natural right now, it's changing for our half. I thank you, Lord. It's changing on our behalf. I thank you, Lord. We're seeing things in the spirit tonight. We're seeing things in the spirit tonight. And to, glor to, to glorify you, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He told him, your daughter is dead. There is no troubling, there's no use troubling the teacher. But when Jesus heard that, what happened? He said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just have faith, and she will be healed. When he arrived at the home, Jesus wouldn't let anybody go in except Peter, John, James, and the little girl's father and mother. You know why that happened? Because there's people in your life, I said this, that they're just going to, hey, you got to be kidding me. That's not going to work. She is dead. Looks could be deceiving. Looks could be deceiving. What did Jesus say? I love this. I love what Jesus said. <laughs> the house was filled with people weeping and wailing. But he said, stop the weeping. She isn't dead. She's only sleeping. Glory be to God. But the crowd left. See, people will mock you for what you believe in. People will mock your vision. People will mock your vision. You feel like starting a business? <laughs> Have you looked at the economy? Have you seen COVID? Have you seen what's going on? Well, Facebook's going to block us now. We said COVID. So <laughs> bye, Facebook. Uh, you know, have you seen? Why would you do that? Let me ask you, anybody that's believing God for something, why would you open your mouth and tell your vision to somebody not equally yoked with you? Why would you begin to tell people details and, and things that you're believing God for that you know they're not going to stand with you they're just going to be that doubt and disbelief. It's better to keep your mouth shut. It's better to speak to one of us. Amen? Because we're going to say, go for it. Absolutely. Do it. Don't stop. Don't stop. Glory be to God. Go after that dream. Go after that vision. Go after your calling. Hallelujah. <laughs> Fast forward a little bit down. My child, get up. 
And the moment, that moment, her life returned, and she immediately stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Simple. Looks could be deceiving. I said looks can be deceiving. Praise God. We're not waiting anymore. We're going for it. We're going to run with the fire. We're going to lay hands on the sick and we'll watch them be recovered. We're going to stand in the gap for people in Rockford and we're going to see Rockford shaken by the power of God. We'll see, we'll see family give their lives to the Lord. I see my family give their lives to the Lord. I see them in church speaking in tongues, believing God. Hallelujah. Standing, praising God, glorifying his name. God's not done with Rockford. God's not done with America. God is saying, hey, looks could be deceiving. It could be one thing, but watch, something else is going to happen. Your household might not be saved right now, but suddenly they're going to get saved. Hallelujah. You carry the anointing of God on you. You carry the anointing of God. This is not over. This is, this is the fight of faith. We lay hold. We don't give up. We win. We win in every scenario we win. We are spiritual giants. Glory be to God. We're not going to stop. Say that with me. We're not going to stop. Looks could be deceiving. I'm anointed. I'm appointed. And I'm the child of God. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Let's pray in tongues right now. I feel the prayer in the spirit. You're one second away from your miracle. You're one second away from your breakthrough. Looks could be deceiving. Look, open your eyes and you'll see in the spirit. You'll see the things that God has called you to do and you'll run with force. You'll run with fire. You'll run with victory. God's not done with America. He's not done with you. You should take a good look at your neighbor because you won't begin to recognize them. Hallelujah. As they play music right now, I want, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. The things that you're believing for, the things that you're believing God for, don't let anybody stop you. Don't keep, don't speak doubt. Keep feeding, keep fanning into the flames. And I'm telling you, you'll see your miracle come. You'll see breakthrough come. I want Justin and Pam to stand up. So just raise your hand to the Lord. Hold hands in the middle. I'm going to lay my hands on you and the fire of God is going to come on you. God's reserved you. God is using you. You'll see things just happen for you. Favor happen for you. You're running after God and you're not stopping. You're running after God and you're not stopping. You're not going backwards. You're going forward and you're going to carry a great anointing on your life. You'll see miracles. The same miracles that you saw with your family with the brain drop. Miracle just happened. You'll see more. You'll see more souls saved. God will use you. Don't let up on the gas. Push down and go forward. The fire of the Holy Ghost. That's it. The fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Take it now. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.